0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to a brand new episode of the Long Lost Heroes Podcast. I am one of your hosts, AJ Sherman, here with my buddy Frank Marsilio. Frank, how you
1: doing, dude? I'm doing great. It's great to be here. It's like the hottest day of the year so far, but we are in the AC and it's wonderful. We
0: are sizzling into the summer movies. We are continuing our blockbuster, you know, viewing uh, escapades and seeing a couple really nice films. And today we are here to talk about Godzilla 2, King of the Monsters. Uh, Frank, you got to see this movie most recently. So I want to just ask you for our brief, very brief, uh, spoiler-free discussion. How did you feel about this movie? Did you like it? Tell me what your initial reaction was.
1: Yes. Um, I like this movie. Uh, I, You know, you saw it a few weeks ago, probably when it actually came out. It came out like right before I went on vacation and I was busy with other things. And it's hard, man. It's hard to go see these things in a timely manner because I, I'm lucky. I have these summer Fridays now, half days. And I was like, you know what? Let me just go see it on a Friday because new movies are coming out. And like all the my theaters in in Brooklyn near me, weren't showing it anymore, or they were showing it like way later. So I like I ran up to Lincoln Square and I saw it last Friday, uh, in the middle of the day with a bunch of kids that seemed like they just got out of high school. Oh yeah, that's um,
0: this is the prime graphic for those. Uh, oh, oh, yeah,
1: it was great. But like I don't know, man. I so I I will preface this with saying I still haven't seen Kong Skull Island, which is my fault. Um, but I will definitely watch it this summer because I really want to see it. Um, but I don't, I don't think I missed a whole lot. I know there were some references here and there, and they mentioned Kong and he's one of the Titans or whatever. But I think it was fun. I liked the first one. I think the first one was directed by Gareth Edwards. Uh, this one uh, F Gary Gray, right? Um, no, uh, no, F. that was F Gary that, Gray was, was Man, Man in Black. Black. Oh, I'm sorry, it's okay. I can't remember who directed this one, um, but. Uh, It was fun. I I think they're expanding the universe. They uh, have a great cast again, Uh, great action. That was another reason I wanted to see it in the theater, like big screen kind of thing. I think it would probably be to a detriment to see it on a TV. But, you know, um, if if you haven't seen it yet and you want to and you have the opportunity to maybe one of your theaters is still showing it. I'd say you should go check it out in the theater before it leaves. What do you think, buddy?
0: I also agree. I really hope that you got to see it a few weeks ago and you're joining us after you saw it. IMAX 3D or in a really nice premium theater. Uh, This is what blockbuster movies are, are supposed to be. I think it's, it, it is really spectacle and it, uh, becomes part of a an event you know a few we a few years ago I was talking with uh, some friends and it was during I think 2015 2016 or 2014 and there was like a year where there was like gravity and Everest and like a whole bunch of like movies that were really talking about the experience of doing something or witnessing something so big like a godzilla 2 the the first one 2014 um and this godzilla kind of took godzilla back to uh, what the original godzilla movie was uh at the time which was a kind of an, an allegory for uh using nukes in japan uh mm-hmm. but also talking about the environmental impact and kind of the philosophy the batman begins of godzilla if you will um and i think this movie really picks up all of the built-up steam that godzilla and kong kind of have been generating kind of quietly and uses it to fantastic degree um just a real quick plug for kong skull island i know you haven't seen it you're you're a great guy Uh, but this is a fantastic film. I, it was such a sleeper hit. I did not see it when it came out, but I watched it with, uh, Shayna here at home and it was really nice because they, they made Kong, uh, approachable. They took him out of his, uh, concrete jungle gym and Mm -hmm. made him into a sympathetic character in kind of a way in the same way that the new Godzilla is kind of, uh, and I think this movie just kind of took all that steam, all that momentum and the resurgence of giant digital kaiju on t- on screen and and made good. Uh, you know, Pacific Rim, I think, was the first movie that was like the beginning of the, you know, the kaiju um, reinvigoration. And it did uh, a lot of cool things. But something that I think Godzilla and the Monarch movies and this movie do so well is the scale. I think that the way these films are shot are beautiful. Uh, the trailers are always set to, like, classical music. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and it just... When you are there in the seat and you feel the bass rumbling and you uh, you never, ever really see the full Godzilla... You know, in the full frame, it's always a piece of him because he's just so fucking big. I think that's awesome. So I've been talking a little too much. Uh, Did you enjoy um, the acting in this? Because as much as I really liked uh, Godzilla, I don't know if I love the actors in this movie.
1: There, I mean, it's to me, it was kind of hit and miss. Um, I think one of the hard things about um, creating this connected universe, which like, good on them for for trying it like obviously the mcu is is a thing and dc tried it and um they were gonna do this dark universe thing with the mummy and and that kind of fell apart so you know they're still moving ahead with this universe but like there it's really not that many human characters at least so far that have made it across all the films and like it's really about the the monsters um and just kind of this crazy world that they live in um, I think, I think Millie Bobby Brown is great again, like kind of stealing the show. Um, the, um, sh- okay, like,
0: so real briefly in the beginning of this movie, it's not a spoiler in the beginning of this movie, uh, you see kind of Millie Bobby Brown and Vera Faminga uh, having like a really nice, like mother daughter moment in the house. Mm -hmm. And, like, to me, like, the moment where they kind of, like, look at each other, I think uh, Eleven is doing dishes or whatever. Um, Me and Danny looked at each other and were laughing for the rest of the movie. Why? (laughs) Because it was, like, just the the establishment, expositional, you know, mother-daughter relationship, like, showing them happy and you know, at one part of the story, and we see how probably later on in the story it's not going to be so good. So it was, uh, I, I just, to me, I thought, you have so many great A-list actors here, and I don't feel like they're classing up the joint. I feel like they're all either having, no, no, I feel like they're all slumming it or having fun. And I it's somewhere yeah. in there.
1: Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think that's that's sort of the, the problem to me, like, this movie came out in the midst of so many others. And, you know, like, when Kong came out, like, I think that has kind of an even stronger cast. Um, obviously, I haven't seen it, but oh, yeah. it came out in the worst, worst uh, time of the year. Um, but, yeah, Sam Jackson, Brie Larson, uh, Tom Hiddleston, right? Yeah. And uh, John C. Riley, like, already right there. And, like, so this movie, Godzilla, has Millie Bobby Brown, Kyle Chandler, Charles Dance, and... Like I don't know. It's there are a bunch of people that you kind of O. J. Jackson Jr. Bradley yeah. Whitford is in Bradley this movie. Whitford.
0: So like, okay, let's talk about. I want to talk about Bradley Whitford. So I I love Bradley Whitford. Um, I think he's like one of our best character actors working today. Full stop. Um, there's certain movies. Tell he's tell in the it.
1: people that like the movies that you would know him from. Sure, because he's like okay. that recognizable face. So he's Bradley got that Whitford
0: i would say is most famous for west wing um which is the aaron sorkin presidential drama but he is the main he's the main bad guy in billy madison um he has he's the main bad guy father figure in get out uh he's um the one of the guys working uh the controls in that movie cabin in the woods um he's Oh, he's got a huge fucking filmography, dude. He's uh I mean he's like I I he's think prolific. he's probably
1: on like a, a bunch of sitcoms and various oh, character sure. roles and uh he's he's just got that voice and he's just charismatic and, and pulling he, him
0: up now, his top his top four I named, Get Out, West Wing, and Cabin in the Woods, with the exception of Saving Mr. Banks. He's awesome in that movie too. Um what else is he in over here? Uh, Valley of the Dolls, The Post with Spielberg, um, Chicago Justice, Better Things, Other People, Transparent, Happy Ish. This motherfucker's famous. He's um, like all over
1: the place, but he's like the guy that you don't know his name.
0: Yeah. Like- so if you're not like, to me, oh, if you're not like a real big Seinfeld fan, I don't know if you really understand like character actors. Cause like they're just, all of the character actors we love. From all the movies we saw in the seventies and the eighties and the ninety and the early nineties, they're all on Seinfeld. The mm-hmm. except for Bradley Whit- Whitford, who should have been, I think. I mean, you have Bob.
1: I Balaband, feel like he should have been, uh, <laughs> but maybe you, he wasn't. You have so. Um, there's so
0: many great people. Anyway, Bradley Whitford in this movie is like confusing to me. So I, I just think that uh, while I love him so much, he's trying to do what his cabin in the woods character was doing, which was. Like, add this comedic uh, co- comedic relief, but also to um, kind of have some plot expositional stuff he has to say, too.
1: You know who he was? He was Jake Johnson from Jurassic World. Or Jurassic World 2, whichever one he was oh, in. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like so he exactly that role.
0: Yes. And he's in this world, and he, I just, I never took him seriously. I never felt like it, he was really... Uh, the guy, he always feels like how Vince Vaughn feels in The Lost World Jurassic Park. <laughs> this uh, is,
1: I think, the second podcast in a row you've Well, no, that.
0: like, <laughs> there's a really great scene in Lost World where that bald Australian guy comes up to Vince Vaughn. He's like, hey, I know you. And the joke in my house is that it's Vince Vaughn. What do you do this movie? One time he's like, hey, I know you and my mom. My mom Susan, is like, hey, what are you doing in this movie, Vitzvon? I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> anyway, uh, I don't, I didn't believe him. He kind of took me out of it. Everybody else was really good. You had the dad from uh, Super Eight, who's actually fucking awesome in this movie. Uh, I love Vera Faminga from The Departed. I didn't feel really love her as as uh her character. Well,
1: um, which who is she playing?
0: The uh the blonde uh, blue-eyed woman the, the who, mom the mothra
1: lady at the beginning the mothra lady at
0: the yeah beginning. the mom
1: the mom yeah 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 okay um okay we should we should get into spoilers um yeah. so basically it's a fun movie go see it uh if you missed
0: now- it you know catch a good 4k uh you know get yourself some popcorn when it comes out you're going to want to watch it and it I, I think yeah. the, the thing good. that we
1: haven't really talked about that I don't think is a spoiler because it's King of the Monsters. There was a bunch of fucking monsters in this movie. And like oh, uh, it's okay. really, really cool. It's just like hot damn fun. And just there's a pretty good plot and some like twisty twisties in there that you probably wouldn't expect. And it is also setting up this bigger or continuing to set up this bigger universe with that. Um, let's talk spoilers in three, two, one. Um, yeah. So so Vera Flaminga being the bad guy. She, I mean, she didn't do anything for me, honestly. She kind of was like, it it was a little surprising to me that she ended up being a bad guy. Um, and that she was actively working with Charles dance, which he's great. I love him. I mean, Tywin Lannister mustache twirling villain in this one. And like continuing on into the next one. Um, I, it, it seemed like it maybe would have been better to have her set up as, like, reluctantly working with him, but they kind of went full in.
0: Yeah, um, I, you could have had a Kira Crimson Dawn kind of thing, but that's okay. Uh, she was, um, I, I i just didn't believe her, like, motivation at all. Right. Um, you know, like, they're playing with such big... Like they're such big animals, and they're never ever treated like animals as they are in Jurassic World, where it's like, oh shit, like these are animals, like we have to care for them. There's, we spared no expense, you know. These they're like these are the titans, and they're here, and uh, there's all these weird mythological, you know, things that we were putting together now. Trust me, but uh, you know we don't really know what they are. Don't ask us. (laughs)
1: Like
0: right, you know, Uh, and they don't explain that. You know, there's no attempt to be like, this is where they come from. Uh, ex- I mean, well, yeah, except, except for, for one. Except for one.
1: Except for Ghidorah, which they're like, yeah, he came from space. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> and he was. He's a big sp- alien. The rest aren't, apparently not. <laughs>
0: oh, really? <laughs> uh, but so, wait. He was in space and then now under Antarctica? Um, okay. Uh, okay. Maybe, 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 maybe,
1: maybe he was like, a a, like flying through the universe, frozen up in a a giant asteroid or something. And he was, he smashed into the earth and that's what caused the extinction of the dinosaurs.
0: Ah, good one.
1: And, and then he got frozen in the rest of the earth. I don't know who knows. It doesn't matter. No, Um, it's
0: great. I, I agree with you that that totally could be, uh, yeah, that makes sense. Uh you know what I'm hoping they do some more ex you know I love it. Like I don't care how bad it is. I think you need it with these guys. Uh because Godzilla the the Shin and all of the succeeding Godzilla, they have pretty good allegorical stuff. You know, there's there's a more recent Godzilla film I'm trying to find called Godzilla uh Godzilla Resurrection or something and it's about mm-hmm kind of the japanese infrastructure who monitors godzilla dealing with an imminent attack and like how we're like processing what's about to happen i think that's like really compelling um also the first godzilla being a big iguana hit by you know nukes and now he's a big crazy lizard perfect
1: yeah i think um so i i think i talked about this last year but I had the opportunity to see the original Godzilla, the 1958 one, uh, at BAM, and there were a lot of really cool nods to that original movie in this one. Like,
0: do um, you tell, my friend.
1: So the the oxygen bomb thing that they used oh. um, is straight from that movie. Um, and and basically seeing all the the animals and the fish in the water dying as soon as it was used, like that was pretty cool. Um, they use the music constantly, of course. Um, and it, there, I mean, there are a few other things, but like I can't think of them at the top of my head. I was like, oh my god, that that's just like the same thing. Um, th- and then like I don't know, I haven't seen a lot of the older ones, but I think it, it was pretty cool. And and I'm sure they're service to, to see all these like classic monsters like Mothra and Rodan and Ghidorah um, just like all over the world and like I think the cool thing about this film um, more so than maybe something like Men in Black is that it really felt global it, like they were everywhere and yeah. like, yes. like w- while it was kind of crazy and unbelievable at times to see how quickly they moved across the world like they also has have like insane technology. Like they're they're a little bit like further advanced. Like the, these like giant helicarrier jet things, like agents of Shield like style. Like I don't know those things. Y- probably you're go right. Fast. I yes
0: the hmm. you know the technology of a movie is always I think based on its like believability to me. Like if it looks like it would work, I'm cool. Like for pretty like we know that the helicarrier can exist period but you watch it fly up in the first avengers movie i'm in i'm sold i don't need more (laughs) uh you know i think what they're gonna have fun doing uh in the future is coming up with more creative reasons for them to fight uh i think that this movie, they were focused on getting as many monsters on screen. Like, you get your money's worth. Like, yeah. you, like it's king of the monsters, plural, for a real reason. It's And it's not one monster. Like, there's a whole bunch of ones and iconic characters.
1: I mean, the, and they they, at some points, have this map of the entire world. And it's like... 50 sites or something like that where like all these major cities are being attacked by some sort of monster. Yeah. And like we, we get glimpses of them. I mean, I don't think they actually ever showed Kong, right? They just talked about. No, they
0: elude to Kong. They
1: elude to Kong, but all the other creatures. um, And obviously they really focus in on Rodan um, in Mexico and Mothra. um, And then um, Ghidorah, which is ultimately like outside of this ecosystem. Um, And I think it is an interesting way to like say, okay, Godzilla is the King. Um, Ghidorah kind of took the mantle Uh and like, they need to kind of work together to, to give Mm -hmm. him back that opportunity to, to be the King again. Um, Because you're right. Like uh, it it is an interesting plot to see that like Charles Dance's character and um, the mom are like these eco terrorists. The mom. The, I don't know, she's a scientist, sure. <laughs> um, but, like, yeah, it, the the fact that it was like, oh, you know, our our son died and then they felt mm. like fell out of love and they had, both were working on this project and it's like, oh, man, we shouldn't have been doing this. And it's like, oh, she kept doing this? It was a prototype. Like, it was so, yeah. But, like, eventually when you get to the point where it's like, okay, they use this, like, location kind of thing to to control the monsters was kind of a cool concept um, yeah it's I'm still cool. I'm cool with sound um,
0: the isolating the sounds and that there's certain sounds that you have to uh, program some you know crazy worldwide machine that you can then analyze the sounds and and work with them I was cool with that I'm cool with that I like
1: yeah um, um,
0: okay uh let's Uh, uh,
1: oh go ahead uh, the other thing i was gonna say is like while it was kind of hard to to track sometimes how the humans made it around the world so quickly i think it was kind of cool to show that oh godzilla actually has this like awesome like under under the ocean cavern sort of tunnel system that's why he can kind of Go to Japan and show up in the in Bermuda and just like be all over the place, because um, like these massive monsters, like that big one that looked like a mastodon, like yeah, like, I know how are you going about. from like you know fucking London to uh Boston in you know an hour or whatever is kind of hard. And in my do I remember that one of the monsters was like the Muto thing from the last movie? Yes. So what uh, can you explain to me how that's actually possible? So the, didn't he kill it?
0: No, there's, they always said there's multiple Muto. Muto is a plural. Um, so he's, uh, you know, there, and they exist in different spots. Right. And Mm -hmm. there was the Muto and there was the spider one. Right. Uh, you know, and I don't think all these guys have names. Like, I don't think, you know, like the mammoth's name is like Willy Willy or something like that. Uh, But I think that um, what what they're trying to do is like justify, you know, these big monsters. And to me, like the only uh, expositional bit that I thought was a little recycled was that uh, the same expositional bit from the first Kingsman, when Sam Jackson is explaining like how the Earth is getting a fever through global warming and then. Uh, the earth heats up to get a you know to kill off the infection and that these guys are the check on the earth's global sustainability so that part but other than yeah it's
1: a little recycled and like yeah, something that, that before we have seen that before and uh, you know if they're gonna try to trigger that like fine but ultimately like yeah i mean fucking all like obviously they show dc they show boston uh yeah. I guess San Francisco was already destroyed a few years ago. It's like like a lot of the major cities in the world are kind of destroyed. Like this movie came
0: out at a, like an unfortunate time. Like the graphics had to catch up and the visual language had to catch up. But I don't think people like I think people are okay to see the kind of destruction in this movie, but not in the same way they were in Man of Steel anymore. So like you almost get the. And this is a borrowed bit. This is from another podcast I saw. But Godzilla is like porn, right? Like we all watch and, you know, you get through the pizza delivery guy coming to the door, you know, but you're really looking for the part where we're knocking down buildings and fucking shit up. (laughs) Uh, So, you know, uh,
1: to me like. But but they also do the, the, the thing that Man of Steel didn't do and like. Specifically be like, but what about all the people there? And it's like, okay, yes. well, we're evacuating. And so they, like, they, make And it that a makes point. a big
0: story beat.
1: Yeah. So it it, may, it makes sense then. It's like, okay, we can destroy these buildings, sort of, and not really care. And it's only the people that you're seeing that are actually affected.
0: And you have uh, Boston, which is fun city to have a bachelor party in, but fuck those motherfuckers. And, uh... <laughs> When did they ever have a city get destroyed in a movie?
1: Ah, I, not, not that I can remember, but man, it's it sucks. And like Bradley Whitford's character is like, oh, you know, the, the Red Sox fans aren't gonna be happy. Like, He's it's big really sad. It's really sad. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Big green monster. There you go. They should have had a that should have been a joke. Done that joke. <laughs> uh, but. Um, It was sad to see it destroyed because it's like such history. Um, It's like, really? You think it's a good idea to just draw them there?
0: I did. I kind (laughs) of did. I got to tell you, I liked the plot of the end of the movie. I thought that using the, using the stadium as a big uh, speaker was fucking brilliant. And that, Mm -hmm. and then they bring them to, they, I like the way they set that up. I don't know if the geography holds up a hundred percent. Sure. Uh, but Ultimately, I, I, I dug it, man. I thought that okay. was a ri- cool. So there's
1: a couple other things that I was really excited about. Yeah. Um,
0: and then let's break down the monsters.
1: Okay. Actually, let's break down the monsters now because that's what I was going to just go into. I think it's really cool that each one kind of has its own unique abilities. Yeah. Um, Like when, when they went in the first movie where they have Godzilla and he's got this like atomic breath and he turns blue. I thought that's like pretty cool. Um, and so then they go another level. And it's like Ghidorah's got this like yellow electricity kind of shit going on. Rodan is like the the flame bird, like volcano kind of molten lava thing. And then Mothra is kind of like. I mean, obviously they're all radioactive in some weird ways, but like hers is different. Like, what would you describe? But it's a different color. I think that's what's cool. That they can signify each one beyond just like their different looks. I like I liked the diversity
0: of powers. I, I thought that the way they did a good bit in, like, you can't just have, like, blue fire and blue fire and, like, green fire and different stuff. You, you know, you have to have... uh You can't just have Sith lightning on Sith lightning. You have sure. to have, you know, uh, you know Harry's wand and Voldemort's wand. And Warner Brothers is good at that. So they knew to diversify how that's going to play out. What I also thought was kind of cool... Was uh, the heads on Ghidorah were different personalities, and I thought that was fucking brilliant.
1: Fluffy, <laughs> it, it was great. It was yeah. just fun, and uh, it's, it's th- like a little uh, uh, Drogon, Rhaegal, and Viser- Viserion kind of thing on
0: hundred percent, and it totally gives that character uh, character. Yeah. Uh, And takes him, you know, to a different level where you see a little bit of vulnerability. Like, where do we see Godzilla being vulnerable ever? He's just awesome. Uh, I like that. I liked, uh, I thought the Mothra um, metamorphosis was done awesome. I really dug it. I thought it was cool to see, um, you know, Larva Mothra and then Cocoon Mothra again under the big waterfall and then uh, her in her full glory the queen of the monsters uh um, mothra at the end
1: yeah and i really like that um when when she first came uh in that queen of the monsters style like that she's just this bright light like yep. you can barely see what she is and then yeah she's... i think it was really cool and really like a, a sweet connection of that symbiotic relationship between her and godzilla like i i mean I don't know if they really explored that a lot in the past, but I thought it was really effective. There's a really cool scene where they're like Banjo-Kazooie, and she's like flying on his back. (laughs) But it was really sad to see her like sacrifice herself.
0: Yes, and it definitely gave this movie a stakes that I didn't know were going to be there. I never thought we would lose a monster in this movie. I thought we were definitely sailing at least to – I thought we'd kill Ghidorah, but I didn't think we'd lose anybody else.
1: Yeah, so c- can you clarify for me? Did Godzilla full on eat Ghidorah? <laughs> like uh, tail to head? Yeah, that's a good question. It kind of looked like that, right? And he like burped. <laughs> he
0: did. Uh, you know, we're gonna have to see that Yelp review. <laughs> Let's pull that motherfucker up. Uh, um, yeah, it looked like he kind of ate him, didn't it?
1: Yeah. And and obviously earlier on the the weird and it was really kind of crazy seeing one of Ghidorah's heads like regrow itself. I uh, loved it. That was so cool. Um, we'll it. get to that in a minute. But I thought the other thing, um, another character that actually did get some good justice. I, what's his name? Doctor Fukinawa? Is am, am I completely? Oh making uh, that up? yes. Um, um, uh, oh shit! Uh, Ken Watanabe. Ken Watanabe like he was obviously in the first one and like to have him have this bond and like sacrifice himself and actually get to meet and touch Godzilla was really cool.
0: Uh it was that was a great beautiful. Moment. And they really kind of uh they took us to a new place which I I you know I love that. So I was thrilled with the underground cavern world, all the pressure and gas and the fact oh, that the you radiation. can't really be down the radiation was huge that's huge for me yeah uh so I, I, lo- I thought that was really cool and i liked the the shot where it's like one guy in godzilla's face and he pops his eye open and he's like oh motherfucker yeah uh yeah he was great rodan was a i dick. think prop- he was a <laughs> dick but he was a that was a scary monster like yeah mothra not not terrifying Ghidorah imposing and, and, and scary. But I think that the way that they modeled the creature for Ghidorah was they took like bird elements and reptile elements and mm-hmm. like his classic look and they really made something cool. Yeah. I'd like, um, I love the scene where he's uh, flying over the streets in uh, Mexico city or wherever they are in there. Flying over, and he's so big, and there's so much uh, wind from the lift he's creating that people in cars are flying into the sky. That was I think it was kind of cool that
1: they they took Ghidorah and made him like almost like a storm, yes. And and they were when they would track him, it looked like a hurricane, and then all of a sudden, I mean, really, I mean, if he's like electron, uh, like got this electricity going through him, um. It was it was kind of a cool way to interpret that, and like um, it was interesting that the way they tried to like pit them against each other at times. Um, but yeah, Rodan was I, I was surprised to see him survive. Um, but like, I think the other cool thing about this movie is that you really do feel like these creatures are characters. Yeah, they not have just full monsters. personalities. They really do. Um, Godzilla is like. I've said this before. He's like a brawler. He like he. I feel like there's times where he, like he looks at the camera and like he, you you can see his face like emotion and. They um, did a
0: much better job this time around of letting. You have to give Godzilla emotions, and you have to let him emote on screen. To, he's like the Hulk almost. Yeah, you have to want to cheer for him, and uh, it's tough when he's the natural disaster, and you see the destruction. It's a whole other thing when he's, like, fighting for us in a way. And mm-hmm. they do a the, – I know what your shots are talking about, where he's walking up and he, like, flexes and, you, and his yeah. like his eyes get narrow. Oh, great. Great and, shot. And he's – I like that they, uh, they fixed his, like, slow scale problem from the last movie where he moved just, I think, a little too slow. Yeah. And this movie, you felt more energy and uh, – vitality from him like that he was quick and reflexive and uh able to move around like move around quickly like uh like you know, like the elephants like their heartbeat yeah. is so much slower than ours like sure. they they have because they're, they're so big they have to pump the blood so with this guy like you kind of feel His bigness and his scale, which again these great movies are great at, but you get his also um, his quick movement and his uh, uh, pacing and bobbing and weaving, and uh, you get more of his his fighting style represented in this movie.
1: Yeah. Okay. And Uh, and then you get to that that final fight, and you know he's like full on radiation mode. Oh. And like you think he's gonna explode, and we're never gonna like. I think the first time Godzilla quote unquote dies in this movie, it's like, um, you don't you don't believe it. He's gonna come back. It's fine. That moment where he was like full of radiation, I was like, I don't. I, we might not see him, and then he comes off. He shakes it off. It's like no big deal. Yeah, <laughs> no problem. Um, so I have like two minor complaints. Um, I. Don't really like the whole like shaky cam thing that they do still um, where it's mm. like they they're they're zoomed out and then all of a sudden they zoom in on this like crazy looking thing where it's like it's you're supposed to believe it's like almost in universe camera.
0: Yeah, I'm, that's I'm, what they're doing.
1: I'm over it. Yep. I don't need to see that anymore. And the other thing is and I, I get it and I understand why movies and TV shows do this shit all the time like, to increase the tension, to make it at nighttime or a storm or something, and it also, like, helps the directors kind of fake some shit, and they can, you know, because it's dark and harder to see. Um, I understand in this movie where, like, literally the world is, like, on fire, and so, like, there's not a lot of room for bright, sunny days, but I could have used a little bit more action in the daytime. I think... That's these points th- these these monsters are so crazy big and epic that like to to see i think what it is is the last movie final fight scene and the final fight scene in this movie were very similar in the in that like the tone and the 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 lighting and everything and just two big monsters in the in the dark fighting against each other you could see everything and it's clear and they do a good job of not making it too dark but it just felt a little bit repetitive to me
0: yeah, but again, it's porn. So we're at the fucking scene. <laughs> like you know, like we got you the blow earlier. <laughs> t- you know, like we're, we're fucking now, boy. Uh, uh so Fair enough. Um I feel you. I, I don't I don't not feel you. It would be cool Okay, so a little speculation before we get uh, back into it. It would be cool if they made the next the Godzilla Kong movie into a almost kind of to mirror uh, Ultron and, like, have them get their asses kicked, like, have Godzilla get his ass kicked, um, like, the first shot of the movie. Like, is him being trounced by Kong? And then, you know, the whole thing is we're trying to figure out, you know, uh, you know wh- where they're going to fight again in the middle. You know, they they're right. also not going to have a, you know... These movies don't need a denouma in the way that, like, Spider-Man: Homecoming has a denouma. Like, they're not gonna do.
1: What's a denuma?
0: A denouma, Frank, is the come down after the pinnacle climax of your character's story. So, okay. the denouma in Avengers is the funeral. The denouma in Lord of the Rings is the epilogue scene at the like the epilogue scenes after mm-hmm. uh, Aragorn becomes king. Um, So the come down, how you resolve the action. So, you know, they don't like they kind of did that, too, in this movie (laughs) where you uh, you start with the fallout of the first Godzilla. Yeah. So, you know, I don't think we want a third act Godzilla where we're burying Godzilla. I think that's not what we're there for, but they can structure it in a different way.
1: Yeah, I think the heart and the hard challenge here is. Again, haven't seen Kong. Will do before the next one, but I think the protagonist is gonna be Godzilla, and the antagonist is gonna be Kong. And but it's kind of hard because you like them both, right? Yeah. And so it's, you don't want, you don't really want either of them. It's kind of like a little civil war ish, right? Like you don't want either of them really to lose. But I also feel like it's gonna be another one where. The monsters are being manipulated by the people, a.k.a. Charles Dance, a.k.a. what is he doing with that crazy head?
0: (laughs) 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 Yeah. Uh, He's cloning that motherfucker. But, like, do they have, uh, you know, like, remember E.T.? They're like, oh, he's got DNA. And they're like, what? He's got DNA. So that would be fun if they, like, clone him. I'm also down for Mechagadorra. Mechagadorra. That'd be cool. Um, okay, so, yeah, I... I'm down. Do, do we... When, do,
1: do we know when the next one is? Is it... It's like two Ooh, is more it years? is it announced? Yes. Oh, it uh, is 20 announced. 21. 2021? Great. Um, I'm and all ju- for it. And
0: just for the people playing along at home, the director of Godzilla King of the Monsters was Michael Doherty, who directed such classics as Krampus, and that's it.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: He's also... He's written a couple movies. He's a writer on X-Men 2, so that's funny. Hmm. Um, that's good. Yeah. So he's, you know, this movie will do... This is kind of huge for him. Like, you got to think mm-hmm. the money that this made. And Did it make a lot, or is it kind of just... Globally, it's really successful.
1: Okay. that and that makes sense. Um, yeah, because it's big
0: fucking monsters. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Kong and uh, Godzilla. Do you think... Uh, do you think we have any returning uh, cast other than Charles dance?
1: Interesting. Um, I think, I mean, what, so Ken Watanabe died. Um, Yep. I, I see no reason to bring back anyone from like, you're not bringing back Aaron Terrell or Johnson or or Elizabeth Olsen. They're not coming back. Nope. Um, So from the first film, no, uh, isn't Kong set in the 70s?
0: Kong is set, like, at the tail end of Vietnam.
1: So the unless they, they have one of those characters at old age, again, spoilers, I don't know who survives.
0: Yeah, nobody wants to see old Tom Hiddleston. That's not what right. I, I mean, it's
1: not that... I don't think they would do the age-up makeup or anything, but, like, they could be like, oh, yeah, this is so-and-so Tom I Hiddleston think- was
0: frozen in ice <laughs>
1: <laughs> they could have totally pulled a like Charles yeah. Dance is Tom Hiddleston kind uh, of shit, uh,
0: shit. Uh, good one good oh, that was a big wave form sorry uh it's okay. yeah that,
1: um but no. I could see maybe Millie Bobby Brown but probably not maybe yeah, maybe I, bring like ba- Bradley Whitford back for comic relief
0: yeah also, Sally Hawkins was in this movie. She uh, died. Shape of a
1: Water. She, she she was in it and died.
0: Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, um, yeah. Bring, uh,
1: they'll, what they'll do is they'll bring in some new fun cast as they do. Uh, I think that's fine. Kind of rotating cast of characters. You know, the, the main characters are the monsters. So uh, bring in some new people and uh, go from there. Yep.
0: Uh, I hope. Yeah, the next movie I hope is going to be uh as fun as this. It this movie was definitely way more fun than Godzilla 2014.
1: I uh, kind of agree.
0: It it was. It just is. The 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 pace is a little bit more swift, the um
1: scale is bigger.
0: The scale is bigger. It's it's less dramatic, it's more action. It, it's it's a, it's a better movie, I think. It's going to mm-hmm. go in it's going to go down in history as one of those kind of like weird sequels that is actually better than the original. Mm-hmm. Um, it's,
1: it, but like, the, I mean, I haven't read any reviews, but I feel like at least Rotten Tomatoes is kind of low. Um, I, don't, I don't, I mean, maybe that's just how Godzilla movies well, are. Yeah. Well, the,
0: <laughs> well, there's nothing new. There's no new ground to tread in these, in, in Godzilla. It's porn, you know? So we want to, you don't want to see Godzilla grow as a person or a character. You want to see him fuck shit up. I mean, he kind of does, though. But there's no, but there's no, uh, there's no reptar on ice for Godzilla, right? (laughs) He he doesn't, you know, have a performance art piece in the park. (laughs) You know, he's, he he just does, he just destroys and and hangs out, you know, he's, he's kind of got his, his thing.
1: boy, would we love to see it. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. All right. On that note, I think um we
0: nailed it. Um this was fun. It was it's always cool to uh, you know, get to see get to see the movies. If you got to go out and see this one, I'm so glad you joined us for the talk. If we motivated you to be interested into this, even though the movie is now totally spoiled for you, I'm cool with that a little bit. Um and I hope that uh, you know, the summer keeps chugging along at this kind of a clip, you know, and we, we get, we're getting some good ones coming out.
1: Yeah. You saw toy story four. Um, I would like to see it. So, uh, hopefully maybe in the next week or two, I can see it and we can, uh, tackle that one. Uh, Spider-Man far from home. The reviews are coming in. They We've got our tickets. Very
0: possible. They're it's possible. They're very positive.
1: They are possible.
0: They are possible. They're very positive. Uh, it's, the post credit scene is supposed to be a return to form in that it's a major plot. So bum, pretty bum. excited. Can't, wait. I, can't re- wait.
1: I really can't wait. I can't wait. It, it's days away. Yeah, it's we're so, there. So
0: and, it, you know, originally I was kind of down on them for putting it out this quick after Endgame. But now, like the way that you think about it, they did the right thing because this is almost a part three, and yeah. uh, they they were smart to to put their like people are calling this like a coda that like yeah. you see you're gonna you're gonna denouement. you're gonna come down you're gonna get into the new action and then go from there.
1: This this movie instead of like an Ant Man and the Wasp, unfortunately, like that's a fun movie, but this is gonna really kick things off. I, the, oh yeah. My, the only downside to me is that we don't have another movie in the fall. Sure. Um, But this was the biggest movie year for them. So it's fine.
0: Oh yeah. And uh, what I think. So did you see the other day that there's potentially plan? I don't know how true it is, but there's potentially plans for nine Spider-Man movies. Oh my God. That there's, they're going to do a high school, a college and an adult life trilogy trilogies. That's so much. It's way too much. It's way too much. That is so much. So I I hope that that's false. Um, uh, That just, that's just a bad idea. (laughs) Um,
1: Now, now what I could be down for is if it's sort of like, if you treat homecoming civil war and this one is high school and like a little bit end game and infinity war, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then you have like another Spider-Man, a like young Avengers, something he's involved in maybe another Spider-Man while he's in college. And then like a passing of the mantle to like, a uh, miles Morales or something when he's a little older, like I could be down for that. And like tie him, like as long as it's not like solo Spider-Man movies, if it's like Spider-Man featured in a solo movie and an Avengers or whatever team up movie, yeah. then I'm fine. Yeah. Uh,
0: her. Um, all right
1: yeah that's all so stay tuned we will be back very soon with some other episodes on summer movies um stranger things is also coming out soon we're gonna try to come up with some new way to cover that um so stick around for that yep um we hope you all have a happy 4th of july if we don't talk to you before then and um as always, you can email us at info at longlostheroes.net. You can find us online at uh, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at LLHpodcast. Uh, you can subscribe on iTunes and uh, Spotify and all the places. Stitcher, uh, Stitcher Apple,
0: um, Google
1: and please leave us a rating and a review and you know if you liked Godzilla killing of the monsters please give us some feedback we would love to hear your thoughts as well um, and we hope that you know these these episodes can be a little evergreen and you know you can see them when you see them and feel free to reach back out to us when you do see it even if it's months down the road that'd be great
0: yeah and um, you can just like text us you don't have to text the long lost yeah, instagram yeah if, if you're you a friend me and, me and you got
1: our, our phone number we will we will get you on the podcast we'll we'll get your thoughts out there no worries sure. Um, All right, Frank. Hey. All right, buddy. It's been I great chatting it. with you. You're great. Have All a good right, night. Good luck. Good night. Yeah, you too. Bye.